And a lot of people are living this grace movement, and, and that's, that's beautiful. Whatever you're into, that's fine. But listen, what the Bible says. Some people come to church, oh, pastor, I, I just had this great word I watched on YouTube. No wonder. I see. You're parked there watching that. Listen, go, li- listen, go send your offerings and your tithes to, to, to Joel Osteen and when, you, when you have issues and, and you have problems. Let, let's see if he accepts you as well when, 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 when uh, you have problems with your family and he can give you counseling. I doubt that. And I have no problem with these ministries. What I'm saying is that we're out here. It's almost like a, 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 a buffet of preachers and, and, and gospel movements. And, and we're saying there's more than one way. No, there's only one way. And we take our eyes off of man and we put it on Jesus. We'll understand there's only one way to Jesus. One way. And we're trying to look at, oh, we could do it through yoga. And we could do it through, let's involve this. We could do, no, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And no one will come to the Father except through me. You know, in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, it says, And there is salvation in, one, in no one else. For there is no other name. Come on, somebody. No other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. We cannot be saved by anybody else but the name of Jesus. And if we have pastors and leaders and lay leaders and deacons and just the body of Christ, if we stand up in these last times and stop watering the gospel and stop telling people, it's okay, we accept you as you are. We do. We do. We will. You can come as you are, but we're going we're gonna to disciple you, and we're going to tell you there's only one way through Jesus, what the Bible says. And so we're offering all these other methods, and we're offering all these other alternatives to Jesus When the Bible doesn't say that, it says there's only one way to the Father, and that is through his son, Jesus. That's why he sent him to be the architect, to be the connector, the reconciler, to bridge us to the Father. And so we can't alter that. Let us not be tempted to play with that. It is only Jesus, one way. Come on, somebody say, only one way. And so, well, we, we... you know, oftentimes I think if you took the driver's test for the first time, you've probably failed because of this one, and that is the stop sign. Yeah. I know my daughter just got her license, and the first time she went to take it, you know, the, the, the instructor said, stop the car. You're, you're done. I'm like, I'm done? Yeah, you wait the stop sign. You ran the stop sign. And oftentimes we do that. We don't want to pause. We don't want to stop. We're moving too fast. Now, you might just argue with me and say, well, Pastor, you just finished like two steps ago telling us not to stay parked. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I know I said that. You can't stay idle. But listen, sometimes you got to stop and pause and say, is what I'm, what I'm doing right? Is it in the will of God? Is this going to work for the church? Because obviously it hasn't been working for the leadership. Is this going to work for my children, for my household? It's not working with my daughter or my rebellious kid. It, we got to stop and pause. We call that a Selah moment. It, it was uh, for the musicians, they know the Selah moment to be a rest note. We got to rest in the Lord. We got to stop because some of us are going through fast. Like Martha, she was at the feet. Oh, my, my sister's not doing anything. You got to rest. Stay at the feet of Jesus. It's what we were singing today. We got to worship and say, God, I won't move until I hear clear direction from you. Until I hear what you want to do with our church, with our ministry. Until I hear what you want to do with my children and with my finances. We run crazy everywhere looking for answers. Here's what the Lord is telling us. Stop. 
Psalm 46 verse 10 tells us, be still and know that I am God. And listen, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. When you stop, God gets the glory. Come on, somebody. When you take your hands out and let God do it, he gets the glory. So stop. Psalms 23, verse 2. I love Psalms 23. Who doesn't? It tells us he makes us lie down in green pastures. And he leads us besides still waters. You got to lie down and eat the word of God. You got to stay still and hear from the Lord. These signs are not to be ignored. The next sign, I'm almost done. I'm down to uh, two more and I'm done. It's the yield sign. Uh, That one we don't like. Actually, we ignore this one a lot. Especially going into the highways, right? <laughs> you just want to fly right in through that exit. We, gotta, we can't ignore this. The yield sign. You know what the Bible says in First of John, chapter 1 and verse 9, is that if we confess our sins, he is faithful. Check that out. He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In other words, we have to yield, give way to the Holy Spirit, but not just give way, admit it. Yeah, I have a problem. Because some of us sin, and we go about it, and we, don't, we, we, we just continue. And what Pastor opened up today with, where he says we're convicted or either we're condemned. The conviction is feeling bad about doing something. And some of us feel bad, and we self-medicate. We come every altar service, Lord, forgive me. And when you leave, you do it again, and you do it again. That's not yielding to the Holy Spirit. You're saying, God, I want you to come here. I'm going to give you your space. I'm going to let you work in this area that I've been struggling with. I've been trying to do it on my own for so long, and it's leading to unnecessary brokenness. It's leading to pain that I don't need. I need you to come in this department of my heart, whether it's a pornography, whether it's gluttony, whether it's anger, bitterness, whatever it is, I yield to the Holy Spirit. And I know that if I confess my sins, you are faithful and you are just to forgive me, not only forgive me, but to cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. That's what happens when we yield to the Holy Spirit. He can work with us. But if you don't yield and you're not giving him space, he said, I can't do anything because you're not allowing me to go in those areas. Yield to the Holy Spirit. And so, James 4 and 7 says, submit yourselves, yield. Then to who? To God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And lastly, certainly not least, we have the dead end. The dead end street. These are weird, man. (laughs) You know, you really want to cross. I'm like, I could go through there. Why is it putting a dead end? I, I need to get there. I got to go around the block to get in there. Dead end. And as we close out with this, the worship team can come up. The dead end street. You know, Proverbs 16 and 25, it's clear. We use this a lot as ministers and leaders and teachers where it says there is a way. It seems right to man, but its end is the way to death. We always think that we are right in our minds. But if God is saying, hey, that, that street is going to lead you to nowhere. That relationship is going to lead you to nowhere. 
you're wasting your time with certain people, certain individuals. You know, that's not kind, Pastor. There's some people you have to cut. There's some toxic people that, listen, when they're around you, it's not going to work for you. There's some people that need to move on. Listen, I understand. We want to grow the church. We want to grow the men. But not, every, not everybody is to stay with us to the next level. It happens. Don't get serious now. There's dead-end relationships. There's dead-end jobs sometimes. You're like, oh, this is not leading anywhere, you know, same paycheck, same whatever. Because maybe you haven't paid attention to the signs. You may think you're right in your own mind, but what Proverbs 16, 25 tells us, there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. You keep doing the same thing at the same time and expecting a different result. It's not going to work. You're at a dead-end street. Look out for that sign. If it's not changing, maybe you got to remove that. I close with Matthew 7, 13 through 14. It says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gates. The highway to hell is broad, and its gates is wide. For the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only few ever find it. They ever go through it. When you pay attention to the signs... I'm not promising that it's going to be an easy life, but it's less complicated. You don't have to pay unnecessary fines and stick with you forever. God is helping you transition to the next level of ministry of your life, and you need to take this with you today. And God is telling us, pay attention to the signs that lead to brokenness, unnecessary brokenness. God wants to take this ministry, this church. Of course, that's in his goal. It's his church. He wants to take us to higher levels. In every ministry, in every department here, you should be saying, I want to go to the next level. I want to take projection to the next level. I want to take sound to the next level, worship to the next level. And look out for the signs, even within the church, of divisiveness of people and cut them. Say, no, not here, not now. I'm telling you, I've learned this, that in the pruning process, although it hurts, it's always good beneficial for us I have this uh, this lady lives where I'm at and uh, it's a beautiful tree in front of my house I love that tree I get accustomed to seeing it in the summer and as soon as the end of August comes she cuts all of its branches and it's ugly I'm like why do you do that the little Italian lady said no problem you'll see when it grows you'll see it and when it grows it blossoms even better than the year before because the pruning process is necessary. It'll expand you. It gives oxygen. It'll let you grow. God is pruning something in your life. Don't fight it. Look out for the signs that lead to brokenness. Would you join me in prayer as we just worship and we're going to have Pastor Norris come up and finish the altar call. Lord, we thank you this, this morning, already afternoon, for the ability of speaking your word. Done it to the best of my abilities. I thank you for those that have come out. They could have been anywhere else. They came to the house of God to worship and glorify you, O God. So, Lord, I pray now that this word may grow, germinate, cause it to grow, and take them to the next level. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.